Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thursday afternoon with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation? Join us. We'd love to hear from you. The number is triple... Wait, what is the number? This is one of those times... 601-879-4395, right? There There it is. is. 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Get ready for faster phones. C Spire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. Good to be with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borky. It is a band of two today as Brian Haydad is off today. And tomorrow, so he's going with the uh, the four day weekend, which is always nice when you can. Uh, I can still want to know what he's doing. Oh yeah, he was awfully shifty and shady about that. It was kind of bizarre, right? I mean, just you know, what are you doing? I'm not telling you. What do you mean? Yeah. And that bit or whatever went on for two whole days. Like we have no idea what he's doing. Truly, we don't know I mean, what no- he's doing. Normally, when he's not doing anything, like nothing. Same day off. Oh, what are you doing? Hey, Dad, like sitting around the house playing FIFA? Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Just going to watch some soccer. But but he didn't even want to go down that road, so there must be something else. But I don't know what it is. So good for him. Enjoy. Uh, I mean, there's. I don't think contractually he has to tell us what he's doing when he's off. He like, does I mean, not, but, I mean, you know, it's just like, what are you doing? No, I'm taking a few days off to take the family here, or I'm going to go do this. Like I said, I'm going to a bachelor party this fall, so there will be a Friday where you guys won't have me. But every other time, it's I'm going to see my dad. Like, I'm not sure. That's what I do. What is he doing? I want to know. Yeah, like if it's, we're going on a family vacation, I'll say, yeah, we're going on a vacation. We're going out yeah. west, or we're going to the beach. I'm, I mean, I might not tell you specifically where we're going, or you know, exactly where we're staying, or you know, what, what night we're eating at what restaurant. But uh, I, I don't know. So, hey, Dad, the secretive one. Maybe he'll tell us when he gets back what he did while he was off. See, I don't think so. I think what, whatever's going on is something that we are not supposed to be privy to. Yeah. Okay. We get a message on the ceasefire text line. It says, my son's in Starkville. If he spots, hey, Dad, I will let you guys know. Please do. Maybe he's off, like, searching for the lost ark or digging for buried treasure. or uh, Who knows? If you use Twitter, tweet at us pictures of people that you see out in public that are very clearly not Hey Dad. And we'll act like it's Hey Dad. Okay. I'm uh, I'm good with that. He said somebody said job interview. 
And maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, but he wouldn't have been so like I'm not telling you. He'd have been like he would have said he's doing a staycation or something. Yeah, maybe uh maybe so. Hey, we're coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. We are getting closer and closer to the start of football season, which means all the more reason for you to visit the sports book at Timeout Lounge for vo- for more, visit pearlriverresort.com. Hey, do you ever have happened to you what happened to me when we were coming a second ago? I was going to give this, the text line. And let's think about how many how many times I have said that phone number. Like, I have a weird thing with numbers. I'm pretty good with numbers. I'm not good at math, or at least wasn't in school. I'm very good with functional math, and, and, and I have this weird thing with remembering numbers. But every great once in a while, it'll just go blank. Like what? What? Like ten times a day for five years? The ceasefire text line. I had it happen to me not too terribly long ago with my pin number on my debit card. I just swiping like grabbing a drink or something at the gas station. I could not come up with my pin number. Like I knew the four numbers, but I couldn't come up with the order that they went in. And then I just so I ran it as credit, and then the next time I used my debit card, I remembered it no problem. I don't know. Has that ever happened to you? No. Although uh, I have very little diversity in passwords. So. Yeah. Well. There's slight alterations to each one, so I'm not completely foolish, but it's basically the same thing for everything. If I have a four digit code, it's basically the same four digit code. If I have a password, it's basically the same password for almost everything. Yeah, but the bank sets your PIN number on your debit card for you. You don't, you don't get to set your own PIN number, do you? Yeah. You don't get to set your own PIN number? No, well, I mean, maybe I could request a specific one, but usually just what, you know, if I have to get a new card or it was compromised or something like that, I get the card in the mail one day, and the next day in the mail comes like this sealed up envelope, and you pull it out, and it says, this is your four-digit PIN. I have had many cards sent to me over the years, none of which has come with a new PIN number. I've had the same PIN since I got a bank account when I was 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not the case at all for me. I didn't know that they forced one on you. I thought I thought everybody got to choose. Yeah, I man, I think it's a security purpose. Somebody says you can go in the bank and change your PIN number if you are so inclined to do so. Okay. Tim says I can change it as well. Keith tells me it's just called getting old. We had more people tell me that it was old age as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I love how everybody that said you're getting old is probably older than you. Yeah, that's probably true. That's uh, that is probably true. And we you got, got a bunch. the old guy label. You're welcome, even though you're not the old guy on the show. Yeah, it's okay. You have me to thank I, for that. I'm I'm holding Pat on forty for uh, like three more months. Which I don't know. Forty didn't bother me. I don't know if forty-one will or not, but probably not. Let me just keep on rolling along. Uh, so a bunch to get to this afternoon. You have an NFL. Couple of preseason NFL games coming up tonight. You have what I think is must see TV on Fox with the Field of Dreams game. We'll talk more about that coming up in just a little bit. Some of the best baseball movies or highest grossing baseball movies of all time. Did you see the clip that MLB put out on Twitter today of Kevin Costner walking? 
out from underneath the third base stands and out onto the field today and taking it all in? Yeah, that was pretty sick. Kevin Costner is, in my opinion, one of the greatest actors of this generation, although I'm not sure that he necessarily gets credit for it. No, he doesn't. He's played a lot of roles. He's been really, really good in almost all of them. I think his role as John Dutton in Yellowstone is one of the best he's ever played. It was really cool, though, watching him step out on the field. And this is a guy that he, he kind of like us, talks for a living. It's scripted, generally. But it was like he had no words. He stepped out onto the field and looked around, and he took a solid 30 seconds just soaking it in before he said anything, and all he could say was, wow, yes. And then he finally goes, this is perfect. We'll see what it looks like tonight on television with uh, the White Sox, who are throwing Lance Lynn, who, by the way, is a legitimate Cy Young candidate in the American League this year, uh, against the Yankees. They'll be in throwback uniforms and whatnot. And he's a mound cusser. What is it with Ole Miss pitchers and being absolute lunatics on the mound? Like The broadcasts are lucky that there's a delay or they don't have a mic near the mound because sometimes when Lance Lynn strikes people out, he lets them know in four-letter words what he feels about them. What is it with Ole Miss pitchers and doing that? I don't know. It's awesome. Lance Lynn was... He was pretty stoic when he was on the mound as a pitcher at Ole Miss. So that may have been something, but but was, I mean, the emotions got going. One one of my favorite Lance Lynn stories. They have to do a uh, a conditioning test every year before the season. Yeah, it's like they have to run a couple of miles in a certain amount of time. Conditioning tests were not Lance Lynn's favorite thing when he was in college. And I don't know if they're his favorite thing at this point. He is, um, he's a big guy, always has been a big guy. But, man, what a career he has had with St. Louis and a couple of other stops along the way and now just outstanding with the White Sox. Rangers had him last year. He was good with the Rangers last year as well. Uh, Two teams that we are going to preview today as we continue to take a deeper look at all the teams in the SEC in the top 25 going into the start of the year. Two top 25 teams today. Um, LSU is one of them. Brody Miller will join us to talk about the LSU Tigers going into 2021. Bill Bender from the Sporting News will join us at 20 minutes after 4 this afternoon. We will talk some bigger picture stuff for college football. And we will, um, we will also preview Ole Miss, which we kind of do every day, kind of like we do with Mississippi State, but a more, uh, direct preview of this Ole Miss team as they go into the 2021 season as well. Also, you will hear from a couple of Mississippi State coaches, Tony Hughes and Jeff Phelps, as they talk about the Bulldogs as fall, sorry, training camp rolls on. At the College Football Fix coming up a little bit later this afternoon. And did we effectively get the end of 85 scholarships at the Division I level in college football today? We will get into that story with you. Sports Talk Mississippi just getting started on this Thursday. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, no reports of any accidents or major congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. We'll walk out to the bleachers. Sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon. We'll find... We have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they'll watch the game. And it'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick they'll have to brush them away from their faces. Ray, when the bank opens in the morning, they'll foreclose. People will come, Ray. You're broke, Ray. 
You sell now or you lose everything. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, it's a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. The great James Earl Jones, the original voice of CNN. This is CNN. Back when CNN was a news organization. How about uh, James Earl Jones, a couple of the... Great baseball movies of all time. Field of Dreams and The Sandlot. Kind of all, uh, opposite ends of the baseball spectrum, and yeah. yet both very, very good in their own right. Man, and you mentioned Costner earlier. Low-key, great sports movie actor. That's a really good point. So the the first movie that I can find that Kevin Costner appeared in was Malibu Hot Summer. Back in 1981. Who could forget that one? There was The Big Chill in 1983. If you fast forward to kind of the late 80s, you get into where things are really rolling for uh, Kevin Costner. 1988, he played Crash Davis in Bull Durham. 1989, he played... He was in uh, Field of Dreams. He was Ray. You're uh, you're cut off there, Richard. And then not too terribly long after that, in, 90- in 1991, you, you cut out there. Uh, you stopped oh. right at. Uh, Where did you lose me? Field of Dreams. You were saying that he was Ray in 1989. Yeah, Ray Kinsella in 1989 in Field of Dreams. Dances with Wolves in 1990. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He played Robin of Loxley in 1991. JFK also came out in 91. 92, you had the Bodyguard. Obviously, where he starred with Whitney Houston, that was a, a special relationship that continued to the point that he uh, gave a beautiful eulogy at um, at her funeral years later. Wyatt Earp in 1994, Waterworld, maybe one of the worst movies ever made in 1995. Perhaps my favorite Kevin Costner movie of all time is Tin Cup, where he played the great Roy McAvoy. For the love of the game, he had draft day, so another uh, another sports movie mixed in there. That came out, what, 2014? 2014. And then Yellowstone, just so very good. So good. And uh, new season either has just begun or is about to begin. So I said in 84 or 85, he was in Silverado. Yeah, that was 1985. Played the role of Jake in Silverado in 1985. So, anyway, fantastic career. How locked in are you for this one tonight, Borky? I'll watch as much as I possibly can. Uh, So the game starts, what, just after 6, and bedtime is just after 7, so I'll be (laughs) wrestling around an almost 2-year-old for a while. But once that's over, yeah, I'm in. I I will be watching this 
like we talked about yesterday, the novelty stuff grabs me. And seeing the pictures of the setting is something that I've got to see. And honestly, this is blasphemy, and the listeners are going to hate this. I don't love Field of Dreams. It just did, you know, it's not my favorite sports movie. I recognize its significance, and I am not going to tell people it's a bad movie. It just doesn't grab me like it does other people. I don't get emotional about that movie like some do. But still, the scene is incredible, and I cannot wait to watch it. It's perfect. It looks exactly how it should look if they're going to do something like this. So, Major League Baseball is now the most recent, in so much as it's happening tonight, to go gimmick game away from a stadium. We've seen it with the Winter Classic in hockey, and that's been wildly successful. New Year's Day, outdoor stadium, when they get lucky, some snow falls and goes along with it. They're doing it in Nashville here soon, so there won't be snow for that one probably. But Yeah. Who knows what the weather will be like on New Year's Day in Nashville? Seriously. I mean, it might be 68 and sunny, or it might be 32 and sleeting. Uh, and, and, you know, anywhere in between. You've had it with college basketball to a degree. We've played a college basketball game on an aircraft carrier. They have played it in military bases overseas. The NFL has not done this. And college football has done very little of it. Not none, but little. So right in college football... You had the Tennessee-Virginia Tech game at Bristol where there were 150 or 160,000 people there. Scenes were incredible there, although I have a friend that went and said he couldn't even see the gigantic jumbotron they put above the field. That's how far away from it he was. Yeah, terrible viewing experience, great optics if you're watching on television. Was it last year where they were scheduled to play a college? We've seen bowl games in baseball stadiums. Wasn't there a regular season game that was supposed to be played at either Wrigley or Fenway last year? I think Northwestern was supposed to have a home game at Wrigley, I think. And they've done that before. Yeah, and it, it's not great. No, the field is it's actually too short. Yeah. Did they end up having to play the same direction for both teams? Yeah, once they would cross the 50, they'd turn the teams around. That they would flip it around. So, you know, that's not a great setting. Does college football need more gimmicks like the Field of Dreams game, like playing a college basketball game on an aircraft carrier and more? Or is college football the sport that needs absolutely none of that? The closest thing to a gimmick is an early season game in a neutral site. So I don't know if it necessarily needs it, but I would like to see it. Just because, mostly. Uh, I would love to see it. I know this would never happen, but when the NFL expanded to 17 games, my idea was continue the 8-8, eight and eight, so 8 home games, 8 road games, and play game 17 at a neutral site. Somewhere. Play game 17 at a neutral site. So, you know, just for local interest... Play Saints-Titans in Oxford or Starkville. Play Panthers-Falcons at Clemson. 
I think that would be incredible. Of course, they didn't do that. They're just alternating years where some years you have nine, some years you have eight games at home. It just yeah. alternates. But that kind of stuff I would love. College football doesn't need it. But we remember a random game where a not a good Tennessee team beat a not good Virginia Tech team because of where they played. So why not do more stuff like that? Where would that be? I mean, are you thinking like more NASCAR venues? Do you want to see NASCAR venues? Churchill Downs host a football game? Oh my game? gosh, are you kidding? That would be incredible. Oh, on the infield of Churchill Downs? That would be... I mean, that place is stunning. Like, like the, the stands and all that look really good. It's a really nice-looking stadium, if you will, although it's a racetrack. And it would kind of be all the fans would be on one side because the fan the, yeah. the stands don't really circle the entire track. And they'd probably put temporary ones up elsewhere, just like they. Yeah, did. I guess that's a good point. But yeah. still, the scene there would be just really cool. Would you play Kentucky Louisville there, or would you take I two? Mean, see that now. We're, now we're talking Kentucky Louisville at Churchill Downs would be appointment television. Every, Is, people would check it out just to see and. I mean, how many people watch Kentucky-Louisville anymore? How many people in this state watch Kentucky-Louisville? Very few. But if it was Kentucky-Louisville at Churchill Downs, people would at least tune in to see it. And that's a game that is has been played on opposite ends of the schedule. For a pretty significant amount of time, that was the first game of the year. Now it's returned to the last game of the year, where the weather doesn't necessarily cooperate so it's either hot as blue blazes or frigid when Kentucky and Louisville meet up annually, or at least that has been the case in recent years. So just having a little bit of fun. Somebody said, wow, this must be August sports radio. No, I, I mean, we've been locked in. It's just that there's a really big event tonight, and we were trying to give it a little bit of a college football slant as well. Why not, right? Chase says, what about the Iron Bowl at Talladega? <laughs> Imagine Ooh. what the uh, the parking lot areas would be like for that. Yeah, that would be something. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 95. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 75. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 94. And rolling into your Saturday, a 50% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. It's time for the kids to head back to school to learn their ABCs and 123s. At Monsto Jackson, we're teaching you the 123s of car buying. One, buy from a dealer you can trust. Two, look for the best selection. Three, get the absolute best deals like these at Monsto Jackson. Now get 0% financing on every new Monsto in stock. That's right, 0% financing, which will save you thousands in interest charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Monsto purchase. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to 
get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. And as always, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. School is in session. So get to Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With approved credit on select models, see dealer for details. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you're greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located in the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin, for a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers shared Wednesday that two unvaccinated pregnant women in Mississippi recently died from COVID-19 and explained that the vaccine is highly recommended. There have not been any indications of problems with fertility as a result of getting the vaccination. There have not been any increases in miscarriages from the vaccination in pregnant women. As a matter of fact, the risk of having complications from COVID is far greater than the risk associated with the vaccine, which are none. The CDC has also strongly recommended the vaccine for pregnant women. And the shooting deaths of a Jones County man and his nephew has been ruled a murder-suicide. The victims have been identified as 52-year-old Curtis Pollard and 39-year-old Brandon Pollard. An investigation reportedly revealed that the nephew shot his uncle and then turned the gun on himself. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. In addition, join the Grammy Museum Monday, August 16th, for words and music by singer-songwriter Keith Sykes. And on Sunday, August 22nd, for MTV Stories on Screen, I Still Want My MTV, featuring post-screenings by director Patrick Waldrop. For more details or how to purchase tickets for MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, or other August programs, go to GrammyMuseumMississippi.org or visit Grammy Museum Mississippi on Facebook or Instagram. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi or Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. A couple of guests coming your way on the Farm Bureau phone line in the 4 o'clock hour. We'll talk with both Brody Miller from The Athletic and Bill Bender from Sporting News. That's coming up again in the 4 o'clock hour with you. We've got the college football fix a little bit later this afternoon. A... Um, an email came out from Ole Miss Athletics earlier today and as opposed to responding to individual FOIA requests, Ole Miss, kind of to the media at large, released, finally, the contract terms and incentive bonuses for Lane Kiffin. Remember, he got a new contract back in, ooh, when did they finalize it, Borky? February? January? February? Something, Something like, like that. that. Back in the uh, in the winter. But terms were never released. We were told that they would be released somewhere down the line, and that somewhere down the line was today. Term of the contract, January 1, 2021. So this past January through December 31st of 2024. A four-year contract is the maximum allowed in the state of Mississippi. By the way, there were two attachments in the email. One was his university contract in which he makes $285,000 a year, and that is paid bi-monthly, which, by the way, is a really nice living. That's a really nice living for 99% of Americans. But Lane Kiffin is actually making more than that. A base compensation rate of $4.5 million this year, but... He does get a $500,000 retention bonus if he is employed as the head football coach at Ole Miss on December 31st of this year. That's long enough to get you through the silly season of the coaching cycle and the expectation, and I think this is probably a good expectation, is that Lane Kiffin is a name that will be bandied about for open head coaching jobs every single year. And so if we go through the month of November and the month of December, the silly season of the coaching carousel, and Lane Kiffin chooses to stay put at Ole Miss, he will get a half a million dollar bonus, bringing his base compensation in 2021 to $5 million. It goes up by 250000 a year. 
Uh, five and a quarter next year, five and a half in 2023, $5,750,000 in 2024. And then you get into the incentives. $150,000 for each win against an SEC opponent, opponent starting with the fifth. So the first four wins in SEC play are just wins. That fifth win is worth 150000 He knocks out a sixth win. That's another 150000 Also, a $100,000 bonus for a regular season victory against a non-conference Power 5 opponent. A little more incentive for Ole Miss to play well for Lane Kiffin in game number one of the season against Louisville. Borky, if Ole Miss goes four and... Well, hold on. Let's walk through these. We'll do the math in a second. Participation in the SEC championship game is worth 150000 Winning the SEC championship game is worth 400000 If he gets to the Birmingham Bowl or the Independence Bowl or whatever those are called going forward, that's a $50,000 bonus. A group of six game, which would be the Tax Slayer, Jacksonville, the Outback, the Belk, does the belt still exist? Isn't that the Mayo Bowl now? Duke's Mayo? Yeah, Duke's Whatever. Mayo. Yeah. Uh, Music City, Texas, or Liberty. That's a $100,000 bonus. Participates in the Citrus Bowl or whatever it becomes, a hundred and a quarter. Participation in the college football playoff access bowl game. So sugar, rose, orange, cotton, fiesta, or peach. When they are not a semifinal game, quarter million dollar bonus. College football playoff semifinal, 500000 or advancing to the national championship game, 750000 or winning the whole shooting match, a million-dollar bonus, fifty grand for being named SEC Coach of the Year, hundred grand for being named National Coach of the Year, and then there's an APR bonus in there as well. 950 to 974 gets him an extra hundred grand. North of 975 gets him 150000 And... There is a season ticket bonus in there. If Ole Miss sells more than 30,000 season tickets, he gets $50,000. Ole Miss sells more than 35,000, he gets another $50,000. They go over 37,500, another 50, and then over 40,000, that's another 50. A maximum of $200,000 based on season ticket sales. So, Let's say that Ole Miss goes eight and four this year. They win their in the regular season. They win their four non-conference games, and they go four and four in league play to finish eight and four. It's a base, and Lane Kiffin does not take another job after this year. Five million dollars in base salary, hundred thousand dollars. For beating Louisville, so that's five point one million. Eight and four would get you in that group of six, so that's another hundred thousand. So that's five point two million. And let's say they end up selling thirty-five thousand season tickets. That's five point three million. That's pretty darn good. This puts him where in the pecking order of college football coaches? Top 15 nationally? 
I'll pull up the salary database real quick, but the point is here, especially with the ascending number, you got to give them credit. They recognize that they have something here that you don't want to lose. He's clearly very good for Ole Miss, marketing-wise. I mean, my gosh, he was doing news shows this morning. I mean, the Ole Miss football coach couldn't get interviews anywhere in sports on Feinbaum, anything, three years ago. Now, you know, say what you will about these news networks. The Ole Miss football coach was on them today. He gets Dan Patrick whenever he wants. He gets Levitard. He gets Cowherd. Who I mean, it just the the selling power of that dude is real. And by the way, the offenses are pretty good, and recruiting's yeah. going well. On top of that, they're gonna make it harder and harder for him to go somewhere. I think the list of places that are offering more continues to shrink, and that's the goal, right? If you think you have a coach that will win at your program, you want to shrink the amount of options that they have elsewhere. Stuff yeah, like and, this, and incentive-laden contracts, all this money, shrinking that list. I think that's a really good point, Borky. By, by paying what Ole Miss is paying, they have created an extremely small pool of jobs that if he wanted to leave, he could afford to leave. So, so so what are those jobs that would be attractive? I mean, we know that Lane Kiffin likes the water, right? So if Miami came open, would that be attractive? Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. But is he going to take a $2 million pay cut to go be the head coach at Miami? He might. What about UCLA? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I have friends ask me all the time, you know, is he going to leave? Well, I don't know, but you want Chip Kelly to win this year. Just go ahead and eliminate that factor. Just be a Bruin fan this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, within the SEC, certainly there are programs that could pay more or would be willing to pay more than Ole Miss can. If things went crazy awry with Ed Ogeron and they decided they wanted Lane Kiffin at LSU, could they make a run at him financially? Absolutely. And that'd be a really hard job to turn down. I mean, Texas just hired Steve Sarkeesian. Jimbo Fisher is in year, what, four, five of a $75 million contract and has built that roster to epic proportions. And I'm going to be honest it's hard for me to imagine Lane Kiffin in College Station, Texas. <laughs> I would love to see his face when he went to his first Yale practice. I mean, there are square pegs and round holes, <laughs> and then there's Lane Kiffin at Texas A&M. The guys in overalls right. for. Something happens with Dan Mullen. Is Florida attractive? Yeah, maybe. Kirby's not going anywhere. Nick Saban does not appear to be going anywhere anytime soon. Dabo's not going anywhere anytime. I I, I guess the point is, and frankly, this is the same thing with Mike Leach at Mississippi State, although Mike Leach's name doesn't come up the way that Lane Kiffin's name does. Ole Miss and Mississippi State 
with what they are paying their head football coaches now, have created a spot where it's very, very difficult to get rid of those guys, to 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 have them leave for another job. Because there just aren't that many jobs that can pay even what Ole Miss and Mississippi State are paying. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon and at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. An accident reported in Rankin County, I-20 westbound right at Mississippi 18 East, the Greenfield Road exit, exit 54 that left lanes blocked. Please plan for a significant delay in that area. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. It's back! That's why school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the King of Credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772, Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795, 1999, down 3.9, 7.84, once a year, When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526, 601-355-8526, or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Gallo here with a word for business owners about direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct Primary Care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without copays, deductibles, or unexpected medical bills, all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Trustmark. 
People you trust, advice that works. Member FDIC. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFDINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. It's going to be part of the conversation. Hit us up on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. How much of Kiffin's salary is paid by the school and how much comes from boosters? Let's see. You said uh, at the beginning. Yeah, 285000 comes from the school. That is an annual salary payable in semi-monthly installments. So of the $4.5 million base, about $4.2 million comes from the foundation. And then obviously those incentives that go on top of that. I mean, without a lot of extra work, without anything crazy happening, frankly, just by staying put, Lane Kiffin will make $5 million this year. Not bad. Five million dollars. I had a professor that used to complain all the time about how much coaches were getting paid. I wonder what she thinks about this. Oh, she hated it. Oh, why are we building new stuff for the football team? Why are we paying the... I mean, just all the time would take subtle shots at the salary of football coaches. I wish I could say this was me that did it, but... Somebody in class finally said, you know, when you can put 60,000 people in one of your classrooms, you can talk, and then he got kicked out of class. I wish I could say that was me, but all the time. I would love to know if she's still working there and what she thinks about Lane Kiffin's salary now, because it's a lot more than Houston Nutt was getting paid back then. Yeah. This is not new news, right? I mean, we've heard this many, many times. There's not a bigger advertisement for your university than your football team. And I understand, I understand that they've won six national championships. But the enrollment at the University of Alabama since 2007 when Nick Saban became the head coach has doubled. They've gone from 18, 20,000 students in 2007 to almost 40,000 students in Tuscaloosa. And that if can you were be on Alabama's, to him. Maybe, maybe not exclusively, but it's not coincidence either. 
They've done a, done a lot of good things there. Borky, if you were on Alabama's campus in, two, uh, in 2010 and you step back on their campus this fall, you would not recognize it. Yeah, it's been years since I've been there. I mean, I... I mean, you still got Denny Chimes and the quad yeah. and the the you know fraternity row and sorority row and the stadium still uh, obviously all those things are not are still the same, but the new residential colleges and the new buildings all over the place on that campus. Clemson has been almost identical. I talked to someone yep. today who has a daughter who is a sophomore in high school this year and has already zeroed in on Clemson as her school of choice. She wants to get into the journalism field. She understands that Clemson's got a good journalism school. In addition to be a great college town, et cetera, et cetera. And the enrollment numbers at Clemson have skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. So that that's how you justify these numbers. Oh, yeah. Now, there's also an argument that there's really no justification for the numbers. That they're coaching football. They're not trying to cure cancer. But look, we live in a market driven world. But part of the reason that these numbers are so out of whack, and not everybody agrees with this, but you've got athletics departments and foundations that operate as nonprofits, and they don't need to be sitting on $15 million surplus at the end of the year when they're a nonprofit. You need to spend the money that comes into your program, generally speaking. Or be really, really careful about the optics of it. And because that money has not been going to student-athletes, it's been going to facilities and it's been going to coaches. And as more and more money comes in, it stands to reason that they would go up as well. Or Jeff and Oxford slides says, in their locker room like Clemson. You know, yeah. things you need. Uh, Jeff in Oxford says the enrollment at Ole Miss increased greatly when Freeze was here, and then it dropped through Matt Luke. It's accurate. Winning football games helps your overall university enrollment. No doubt. You get a message that says Missouri is tops in the SEC in journalism. They are. If you don't believe it, just ask them. They'll tell you. Oh, they'll, they'll make sure you know. Uh, Mike in Grand Bay said staff should never discuss salary except with their bosses. The professor should have been reprimanded or, or fired. Probably had tenure, so you can't really fire them. But I don't know that you, I mean, she had an opinion. Yeah. It was more laughable than worthy of termination to me. Zach points out that being paid $96,000 a week pre-tax is not bad work if you can get it. I've been You're trying. Right, you are right. One hour in the books, 4 o'clock hour coming up next. Sports Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Double of America's Jackson. Music. Super Talk Mississippi is powered by your true professionals at Baloney Street Pro. Online at News. I'm Steve Rappaport. U.S. health officials say the averages for COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths jumped more than 20% in the past week. As we have been saying, by far, those at highest risk remain people who have not 
yet been vaccinated. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says the FDA is working with Pfizer and Moderna on booster shots for immunocompromised people. The U.S. Embassy in Kabul evacuating some staff as the Taliban continues a rapid offensive. If reported intelligence is correct, Kabul could fall before the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks. Earlier this year, President Biden announced all troops would be out of Afghanistan by September 11th. The Pentagon has been drawing down quickly, with a complete withdrawal expected by the end of the month. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. Officials estimate the Taliban controls about two-thirds of Afghanistan. America is listening to Fox News. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves is extending the state of emergency order that was initially set to expire on the 15th. He says the 30-day extension will ease the process of marshalling additional resources for the response to the surging COVID-19 cases across the state. The announcement stressed that there will be no new lockdowns or statewide mandates. And 65 and older is no longer the leading age group for mortality in Mississippi. State health officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains. It's people in their 50 to 64 range. And there's a very simple reason for that. And that's because the vast majority of our 65 plus folks have been immunized. And only about half of those, 50 to 64, have been. So we've got a lot more tragedy on the way. Dr. Dobbs stated that most newly hospitalized patients are under 50 and unvaccinated. For more on each of these stories, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. gold standard of ice cream flavor since 1969. Its hand crank taste takes you back to simpler times. That's why we put the word home right on the carton. The good old days are being made right now. As students return to Mississippi State's campus in Starkville, Mayor Lynn Spruill has one request. We are asking you to help keep our community safe by getting vaccinated for COVID-19. I believe these vaccines are safe and effective. 
We know that people who are vaccinated aren't really getting sick or worse. Millions of people have received vaccines, myself included. I want to urge you to get vaccinated and to do it now so that we can have a great and safe fall semester. And Congressman Trent Kelly has announced that President Biden has signed a bill into law that will rename the Tupelo Post Office on West Main Street the Colonel Carlisle Smitty Harris Post Office. Kelly said that Harris was a great man who served America during the Vietnam War, enduring almost eight years of starvation, torture, and isolation as a POW. Kelly said Colonel Harris's service and sacrifice will always be remembered. For more, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. now. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon, rolling into the 4 o'clock hour in the Pearl River Resort studio. Visit pearlriverresort.com. Brody Miller joins us from the Athletic Covers LSU. Brody, appreciate uh, you joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. I, I just, I, I'm not convinced that there is a team that is more fascinating than the 2021 LSU team at least going into the season. There are just so many questions based on what we saw on the field a year ago and the changes in the coaching staff. Am I on to something with this? Is there is there plenty to write about? <laughs> no, I think you, you pretty much nailed it. I mean, I, I feel the same way. It's a strange team where, yeah, I mean, like if you just remove all context from last year, you'd say, yeah, there's – this is one of the, I don't know, 10 most talented teams in the country. That experience is pretty crazy. You know, 33 starters, I believe, are back. We started at least one game last year. A lot of really high-caliber talent recruiting-wise, all that. You know, there's a lot of reason that, that if you forgot last year ever happened, you'd be really confident. Like, 10-2 and two should be the expectation. But it's not like you can just forget 5-5 five and five and off-the-field issues and just, you know, just a weird culture thing going on there and everything just being a mess. And you just exist in this really confusing world of, like, hey, they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt, you know? Like, so you can't just say, hey, they're talented because you can't just assume they fixed everything in one year. But then there's that other small part of you that's like, 
Yeah, but last year was kind of an unprecedented recipe for things to go wrong in a pandemic, a defending champs, you know, losing 19 starters from a title team, like everything that ever could have gone wrong did. So I, 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 with a long answer of saying, I agree with you that they are so tricky, but I think I default to they should be pretty good. There's just a lot we don't know yet. Yeah, we, we know that there's talent on the roster. You actually hit something in, in all of that that made me pause for a second when you talked about the, the culture questions. Can you, when all that has gone on in and around LSU, with the Title IX investigation and the, the cover-up or at least not reporting sexual assaults and, and other things along those lines, can you just press a button and change the culture when you don't have a leadership change at the top? Can, can that happen? I think that's the hardest thing for you know me or really anyone to answer because what makes it so difficult is so much of the actual hard evidence failures and mistakes and real issues predated Ed Ogeron as head coach and definitely predated Scott Woodward as athletic director. So, again, like, there's a lot of accusations recently involving Ed Ogeron, too, and those are, are tricky and cannot be ignored. But then it's also weird because it's like, okay, ni- almost everything that has been confirmed was pre him as head coach. And even the accusations against him that, I, again, I do not know if he did or did not have any wrongdoing, but the Hush Blackwell report that came out, they actually kind of found them incredible. So it's, it makes it even harder, but because it is such a valid question. Of course it is. And I don't, I don't know. And I, I think, I think they are trying to sell it as, Hey, all of the main people that were involved in the wrongdoing have been gone for years and implementing all these things in the Title IX department and all these resources to, to change it. But I, I agree with your premise that I don't know if it just changes like that. I, I don't know. I think these are kind of deeply rooted things that, that take time. So I don't know the answer, unfortunately. And, and kind of where we started, I mean, I think there are a lot of things that are on the field that, that make this a fascinating story, but one more off-the-field potential issue and that's the looming NCAA notice of allegations that we think is coming around the 1st of September or 1st of October, somewhere in there. The NCAA seems to operate with its own timeline. What effect could that have uh, on the, the football piece? And I know football has done some self-imposing, and they've kind of policed themselves some, and yet that doesn't necessarily get them off the hook. Yeah, that's another one where I, I am with you. I'm so fascinated because in the grand scheme, and again, not downplaying things, but the football violations are all relatively in the history of college football minor. You know, you know, and the self-imposed sanctions were some loss of scholarships on the 85, but you know as well as I, taking them off the 85 is not as bad as taking them off your 25-man limit year right. to year. Uh, and, you know, there's the some financial stuff and some – like, but – but, you know, you have things like Odell Beckham handing out cash in it after a championship game, and you have the Vidal Alexander's parent being paid thing. Uh, all those are re- relevant. But in the grand scheme, those are things that the NCAA probably would have just given them, you know, a pretty minor punishment for it. But then it gets packaged with the basketball stuff. And then the Odell stuff, it was, it was about to get wrapped up before the Odell stuff, and then that really rubbed the NCAA the wrong way. And now you have the Title IX stuff going on, which, again, isn't part of it, but it hurts your benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah. So I, I, I go into this saying, my gut tells me I don't think the LSU football program is going to get, you know, crushed here. I, I don't, but I don't have any real info on that. 
but it's just hard because I, my buzzword today is a better for the doubt, but I don't think they, they have it from the NCAA right now. So I don't know, but I have a feeling it won't be awful. Brody, I just thought of this, and, and I've not seen it reported anywhere, and I don't know that I've even heard anybody ask this question. So I'm thinking back to, to Ole Miss's two-year postseason ban in football. And because they were not eligible for the postseason, they had to forfeit their share of the postseason revenue distribution from the SEC. Worked out to about $8 million a year. Five years later, if they're good behavior and no additional violations, they get that back. Because LSU voluntarily didn't go to a bowl, does that count the same? Will they have to miss out on the share of the, the conference postseason revenue from last year? That is a really good question <laughs> and an example of you probably being better at this than me because that's something I, I think when I hang up, I'm going to start I've just lived into. through it. It's not that I'm yeah. better. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to ask some questions and start looking into that right after this phone call. That's a, that's a good question. I don't know. Next story on The Athletic from Brody Miller covering LSU, uh, postseason <laughs> revenue implications from uh, not playing in a bowl game last year. Let's switch to on-the-field stuff. Um, how much of a competition do you really believe there was at quarterback prior to Miles Brennan's injury? I think you phrased that perfectly. <laughs> because, yeah, I, I think it was a real competition. I mean, okay. I do believe at the other day that – uh, that, you know, Max Johnson and Miles Brennan are genuinely both good enough players to, to, you know, start for, I don't know, half the SEC probably. You know, I, uh, my, my, co- my old co-host and I, T. Bob Abair, we always said that, like, I don't think who won the battle was going to change my win-loss prediction, for example. Like, I, I think hmm. both are pretty good. But no, the answer is I think Max Johnson was always going to be the quarterback. And I've been saying that since, you know, spring. I just think there were a lot of indicators, a lot of, you know, messages, you know, from people inside the program saying that, that it was always going to be Max Johnson. But there was always this slow factor of, I mean, shoot, you don't want to, like, rule anyone out too soon because, one, you're playing the politics of not wanting to lose a guy. But, two, and actually someone two weeks before Miles Brandon's injury put it well to me, they were like, hey, we can't decide one because – we don't know if Miles Brennan is going to be healthy. He's gotten hurt two of the last three years. Max Johnson's had his own little injury things. It's like you don't want to name one before you know they're both healthy, and that literally is exactly what happened and, and kind of made their decision easy. So uh, long, but anyway, long-winded answer. I think it was always going to be Max Johnson, but it was definitely a, a competition. Is Keyshawn Boutte the star in the receiving core? And I asked that question because of what I saw him do in the game against Ole Miss a, a year ago. Obviously, there have been guys over the last couple of years that have been outstanding that have gone on to the NFL. Is he the feature wide receiver? Absolutely, yeah. He is, you know, clear number one. And and it, it's tricky because, first off, yeah, he's only really proved in three games, but at the same time, he's like 530 yards in three games. It was pretty he was a five-star recruit. It's like he came out of nowhere. He's a star, and they really I think he's taken it up, and you know he's improved quite a bit from what I've gathered. What makes his receiving core so tricky is, and, and I preface this by saying, there are some positions, like, like running back, for example, where they're deep in talent. Yeah, big recruits, but I'm not confident one through four. You know, I don't really know. Receiver, I actually, from everyone I've talked to, they're deep, and they're actually confident, like two through eight, you know, where I think their seventh or eighth guy is still a top 150 recruit who could start for them, you know. So I, I think they're really strong there, whether it's some of those star 100, top 100 freshmen, like a Deion Smith or a, a Brian Thomas, those guys they love who are dominating uh, fall right now, or a Jare Jenkins, who was kind of their, their steady rock last year, but maybe not as exciting, you know. They're pretty deep there, but I, it's, I don't know what their starting lineup's going to be. 
but to, I do know Kayshawn Booty is, is the clear number one. Absolutely. Brody Miller on your radio, The Athletic, covers LSU. Last thing, give me two games that you circle on the schedule as swing games for LSU this year. Man, I, I, you know what? I'm going to have fun with it because it's a weird year with the schedule where it, it works out really well for them, right? Where, you know, Florida and Auburn are obviously always going to be big rivalry games, but both are kind of taking a step back, you would assume, and both are home. So I almost pencil them in as you should win those. And okay. I, I, I think my two actually are Ole Miss on the road just because Ole Miss, I mean, you know better than me, it's just their upside so high any week they could be anyone, and, and that could be a game where you slip up. And then A&M to end the season for sure. Those feel like two on paper, really, really talented, even teams that no one knows how to handicap. So I think both, there's a chance that game is 9-2 and two versus 9-2, and two, like 7 versus 8 in the country, and the winners clearly one of the top teams in the country. So I think those are my two for sure. I think Ole Miss could really trip them up. Fun stuff, Brody. Great insight. Thanks, as always, for your time. Look forward to uh, talking to you soon and uh, reading that story soon as well. Absolutely. Thank you for the inspiration. Thanks for having me, man. Take care. That's Brody Miller joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Those earlier reported accidents on I-20 and Rankin County have been cleared from the roadway. And as of right now, no further reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. Remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. It's time for the kids to head back to school to learn their ABCs and 123s. At Monsto Jackson, we're teaching you the 123s of car buying. One, buy from a dealer you can trust. Two, look for the best selection. Three, get the absolute best deals like these at Monsto Jackson. Now get 0% financing on every new Monsto in stock. That's right, 0% financing, which will save you thousands in interest charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Monsto purchase. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit's special. Specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. And as always, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. School is in session. So get to Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With approved credit on select if you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. 
There are five easy reasons to leave it up to us at AgUp and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months. Plus more coverage with our 10-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 93021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's just stay right here on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Bill Bender from Sporting News joins us right now. Bill, it's been a little while. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, always uh, always good to visit. I want to start with a, a Big Ten question for you, and it's one that we were kind of discussing the other day. Indiana had a season a year ago where everything went right. They had the overtime win against uh, against Penn State. There were Indiana fans that thought they deserved to um, uh, to be at least in one of the access bowls at the end of the year. They end up playing Ole Miss in the Outback Bowl. They had the Michael Penix injury. Is there reason to believe that Indiana sustains the level of play they had a season ago, or does the schedule that they play set them up to take a step back into the like seven and five neighborhood? Well, that, that's a big question I've been running through. I mean, they've got a tough opener right out of the go. Got to play a good Cincinnati team. Uh, got to deal with the fact that maybe people are on to them now. And I think Michael Penix's health will have everything to do with whether or not they can break through on those things. But yeah, I mean, I like the culture Tom Allen's building, and the fact that you and I are talking about Indiana football in August and with positive reviews is a statement enough to learn to what he's been able to do there. Yeah, I think he's a good coach and a uh, a good man as well. You mentioned Cincinnati. Is an undefeated Cincinnati a shoe in to the college football playoff? Given that they play the aforementioned Indiana on the road and they play Notre Dame on the road, I still don't think it'll be enough. It's not fair, but I mean that's kind of the reality of it to me. Is they you know they've got a really good team, a really good program going. Um, you know, if they beat Notre Dame and in Indiana, that would certainly go a long way in showing how far they've come. But I just still see that being a deal where, you know, they'll look at them as a group five school and they'll find every excuse to put the power five, five conferences in. But, you know, again, Cincinnati, solid team, good quarterback. I, I think they play Georgia well in the bowl game and they'll be all right. Have they got the pieces to go undefeated again this year? They do. I mean, they've got good defense. They've got good quarterback. They've got um, a lot of good players on their defense. Uh, Ahmad Gardner is one of the best corners in the country, and he's uh, going to play in that game as well. So I I think there's a lot to like about that team. And uh, the running game that they – they've kind of built themselves in the model of some of those 90s Ohio State slash Michigan teams, and the formula for success hasn't changed. And Luke Fickle's done a good job recruiting that team. So, yeah, I think they got more than enough talent to make a run. Bill, I think we're three weeks and a day removed from the uh, the report that Brent Zorneman had at the Houston Chronicle about Texas and OU. Obviously, a lot has happened 
since that announcement came down, I, I'm curious as you sit kind of in the heart of Big Ten country, things I know have quieted down a little bit as we get closer to the start of the football season. What's the scuttlebutt, though? What's the, the, the water cooler talk about how the Big Ten feels about where it is right now and what it might look like going forward? Well, I mean, obviously it's it's one of those deals where the SEC got the two big prizes. So any expansion moves from here to the end now, I mean, it's going to feel like a compilation prize unless you get Notre Dame. Um, yeah. I've, my phone's buzzed. And isn't it going to be almost impossible to get Notre Dame for the Big Ten? I agree, yes. And so when you know that's the case, I mean, everything's going to feel a little bit like um consolation rather you know they could go west and, and form like a pac-12 alliance they could try to raid some of the aar schools from the um acc north carolina virginia duke those kind of schools and but i always tell people and i think you would agree every move that's made even the last time we had a realignment cycle every move that's made is made with football in mind not basketball right which means Kansas makes no sense whatsoever, regardless of how cool Fog Allen is. Right. I mean, and because they just don't offer anything from a football perspective. So uh, I, I think it's one of those things where we'll see. I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm having a hard time believing that Kansas would be in the big fan because one of the things I was telling people, okay, you grab Kansas and Iowa State. If you look at the 10 worst records, in the power or the FBS, in by the last fifteen years, Kansas, Iowa State, Illinois, Indiana, and um, Illinois and Purdue have all made that list. So why would the Big Ten want five football brands that are among the fifteenth worst football schools? Yeah, it's hard to make that make sense. So can the Big Ten just kind of stay put in terms of membership? and not lose any ground to this revamped SEC? I mean, people talk about the SEC and the money, the money, the money, but the reality is right now, for the foreseeable future, the Big Ten is more profitable and distributes more money to its members than the SEC does. Probably going to change in four or five years, but does it change enough that it really matters? Well, I mean, the SEC is going to be a billion-dollar conference here for a while. And, uh, um, you know, I think it's one of those deals where, it's going to be hard to catch up again. And then, and then when you throw in the possibility for an expanded playoff and uh, one of the money that come off that, you know, the SEC could have four and sometimes five playoff teams on any given year. And I won't doubt that they will. So, so, so it could be one of those things where as we look at expansion, I mean, everybody's playing up, playing catch up to the SEC now. And if you're the SEC, you can even entertain being more aggressive and going and get more teams. Yeah. Not sure who those would be, though, that would make sense when it's all said and done. Feels like pulling a couple of teams from the ACC with their long-term grant of rights is really difficult to pull off. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you have these uh, schools like, oh, yeah, we can go get Clemson and Florida State, and, and you now can you go get Miami and make it just an ultimate Super League? And that conversation's still out there. This whole idea that we're going to have this ultimate Super League, and Totally could happen over the next, oh, I don't know, five years or, or ten, I would say ten years. But, you know, that's what some people want. But I, I keep telling people, I mean, you're, you're pulling college football soul out when you do those kind of things in some ways. You're, you're saying places like Stillwater, Oklahoma don't matter, and Texas Tech for the successes that they've had that don't matter. And there would be schools at the bottom of the SEC that 
you know, where do you fit in if you're a Vanderbilt at Missouri if they keep adding all these power conference teams? Yeah. Interesting stuff. Bill Bender from the Sporting News on your radio. You can follow him on Twitter at BillBender92. Let's talk on the field for a second. When you look at Mississippi State, year two under Mike Leach, kind of uh, an under-the-radar, maybe pretty good defense under under Zach Arnett, especially in the secondary, and an offense that now has a returning starter at quarterback in, in Will Rogers, assuming that he wins the job, and it looks like that's going to be the case. What do you see in year two for Leach and company in Starkville? Well, I mean, they got to adjust. Uh, obviously, um, you know, play better defense. That's you mentioned it. I mean, that's going to be the key. Is you, we all got kind of fooled by that opener last year where they it blew up and, and scored all those points, and then the reality set in that they still got to play defense. So, but I mean, at the same token, Ole Miss is doing the same thing. They're scoring a bunch of points and not stopping anybody. So, if anything, you're going to have a lot of exciting football down there in Mississippi. May end up being the case in terms of the SEC pecking order. I think uh, the media picked Ole Miss fourth or fifth and picked Mississippi State last. Is that where you would have voted them? I mean, probably in that. But I mean, Arkansas also has a lot of work to do. Arkansas, for all the accolades put on Sam Pittman, they still only won three games last year. It's not like they yeah. they broke through and. We're competing for an SEC West championship. So, and then Auburn is kind of the X factor to me. How they respond to a new coach? What the, what does that offense with Brian Harson look like? And I think all of those things are at work. So, but yeah, I mean, probably four through six is where I would put them. I might put Arkansas last until they prove it, and then uh, go from there. Georgia Clemson to start the year is one of the sexiest season opening matchups we've had in a really really long time. Is this a game where the outcome matters? I mean, obviously the winner is completely in the driver's seat, but does the loser have anything to worry about, assuming they don't lose again? Well, I mean, no two lost teams made the playoffs, so that's why that's, it's a big money game, because I, I would contend that the winner of that game, there's a decent chance, will be ranked number one in the first college football playoff rankings if they don't slip up, because it's such a big piece of the puzzle, having a big game like that out of the start. So, um yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a huge game. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun seeing those teams go at it. And, uh, I, man, that's a tough one for me to call. I, I'm glad I got a couple more weeks before I have to actually pick who's going to win that game. What's your favorite week one football game? Um, oof, uh, I like that maybe, one. Maybe I, not I, named Georgia Clemson. Yeah, I mean, Alabama-Miami is interesting to me, too. And I know that's a big one and kind of a cop-out answer. And then in the Big Ten, I think Penn State-Wisconsin is a big one. You know, that's yeah. one that, you know, the Big Ten didn't waste any time. You've got Penn State-Wisconsin in week one. You've got um, Iowa-Indiana. We talked about Indiana earlier. And then you got Minnesota and Ohio State playing in the uh, Thursday night opener. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good games. I, you know, I, I've spent all summer talking about everything else. It's almost like I haven't talked much about these games. Well, we can start talking about the games themselves because they are three and a half weeks away. Bill, it's good to catch up. It's been too long. Look forward to talking to you throughout the football season. Hey, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. Bill Bender from the Sporting News joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line again on Twitter at BillBender92. All right, a couple of guests, time for us to talk. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 95. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 75. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 94. And rolling into your Saturday, a 50% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you're greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located in the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin, for a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected. Where technology has your back. Where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket. Where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. Welcome to a place where your entire life can be better protected. You're in good hands with Allstate. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves is extending the state of emergency order that was initially set to expire on the 15th. He says the 30-day extension will ease the process of marshalling additional resources for the response to the surging COVID-19 cases across the state. The announcement stressed that there will be no new lockdowns or statewide mandates. And 65 and older is no longer the leading age group for mortality in Mississippi. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains. It's people in their 50 to 64 range. And there's a very simple reason for that. And that's because the vast majority of our 65 plus folks have been immunized. And only about half of those, 50 to 64, have been. So we've got a lot more tragedy on the way. Dr. Dobbs stated that most newly hospitalized patients are under 50 and unvaccinated. For more on each of these stories, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on supertalktv.com. You're number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. Visits there first with Brody Miller from the Athletic, and then with our friend Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad is off today. Good to be with you on Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at SuperTalk.fm. Going back to where we started with Bill Bender, surprised at all by what he said with regard to Cincinnati, even if they win at Indiana, at Notre Dame, and go undefeated. Including the AAC championship game, still not enough to get in. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, would you? No, I would. I would I like not. to sit here and say, yeah, that would be enough, and they would deserve it. But based on what we've seen so far, wouldn't be surprising at all. So Cincinnati's schedule this year, you know about the ones that we mentioned just a, a second ago. They open against Miami of Ohio. I mean, okay, if you're looking at this in terms of games that do something for you, that add to your profile, Miami of Ohio doesn't matter. Murray State doesn't matter. At Indiana, got to win it. At Notre Dame, got to win it. Got an open date between those two, but that's back-to-back games. Temple, UCF, at Navy, at Tulane, Tulsa, at USF, SMU, at East Carolina. They have to win them all if they want a shot. I don't suspect they will, but they have to. Well, if we're just going to be honest, I know you can only play the schedule you've got, and that's about the best you can do if you're not in a Power 5 conference. To get two good Power 5 teams on your schedule. But does Cincinnati, if they go undefeated with that schedule... 
deserve to be in over a one-loss Pac-12 champion? Yes. If that one-loss Pac-12 champion is Oregon and their only loss is to Ohio State. See, this conversation right here, while interesting, is, is exactly why 12 needs to happen and soon. Because honestly, that, how can you pick between the two? If that one-loss champion is Southern Cal and their only loss is to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, see, I mean, how do you honestly, how do you pick between the two? If Oklahoma has one loss in the Big 12, and it's to Iowa State in the regular season, and then they beat Iowa State in the Big 12 championship game, does an undefeated Cincinnati deserve to be in over Oklahoma? You only get four spots. No, no, they don't. If Clemson loses to Georgia in the opener and wins every game for the rest of the season and they beat North Carolina in the championship game, does an undefeated Cincinnati deserve to be in over a one-loss Clemson? If you look at the schedule, that, that one might, uh, of course, the answer is, yes, Clemson goes. Yes, they do. But if you want to look at resumes in that situation, if you compare the schedules, there won't be, really won't be any difference. All right, let me paint you this picture real quick. Cincinnati goes undefeated. Clemson loses to Georgia in the opener and doesn't lose the rest of the way, and they beat North Carolina in the ACC championship game. Georgia is undefeated going into the SEC championship game, and they lose to undefeated Alabama in the SEC championship game. And Oregon loses early to Ohio State, but doesn't lose again. So you have one loss Clemson, one loss Georgia, undefeated Alabama, one loss Oregon, and maybe a one loss Oklahoma out there as well. Cincinnati can't get in, can they? Nope. They would be the only team without a blemish, and they would have a win against Notre Dame. And they would still get left out. They would have a win against Indiana. And they would still get left out. By the way, Indiana, again, not not to be disrespectful to the individual, but Indiana added another former Ole Miss player. That's where John Haynes ended up. I cannot believe that presumably Indiana watched every Ole Miss game on film last year, at least a good portion of them. And after... Preparing for Ole Miss in the bowl game, decided, you know, we could use a couple of guys on defense from that team. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how you come to that conclusion after watching them on film, but apparently they did just that. Quinn says you don't hear the word scuttlebutt very often. Thanks, RC, for keeping it alive. I mentioned scuttlebutt when we were talking with. Uh, Bill Bender just a few moments ago. Borky, there was an interesting story that emerged today from BYU, of all places. An NLI deal that will provide scholarships 
to all walk-on BYU football players. I threw this question out there earlier today. Did we today effectively see the end of the 85 scholarship limit at the major Division I level in football? No. Uh, There has been a a mini meltdown about this uh, from that perspective on this particular thing. Oh, well, now Alabama's going to find some company to give all their walk-on scholarships to pad their roster. Uh, You honestly think any company, any, any, is going to pay for full scholarships for 30-plus kids every single year? Do you realize how much money that is? Millions of dollars, potentially. There's no shot. This company, this energy bar company that is paying for these scholarships will not do it beyond this year. Want to bet? It will be a one and done. Was it the kind bars? No, it's something I've never heard of, right? Okay. But either way, I mean, people are melting down about this. Nobody is going to, I mean, conservatively, the stuff that the players get academically, depending on the institution, give or take, we will be very soft with this is what, $30,000? Because this is just academic. This isn't the football benefits. It's the, the tuition scholarship. Isn't that thirty grand, give or take? Right? Story came from the uh, Salt Lake Tribune. BYU, here's the headline. BYU football surprises walk-ons announces tuition will be covered as part of a deal with a Utah protein bar company. After the first practice of fall camp, Kalani Sataki was asked if any walk-on athletes had been elevated to a scholarship. His quote, I have this love for walk-ons because they sacrifice the most. They're willing to pay for it in so many different ways and definitely out of their pockets. They're always going to have a special part of my heart when it comes to this football program. The coach said he'd let the players announce that themselves if they have, but said that he wished that all could be on scholarship. Thanks to the recent name, image, and likeness legislation, BYU Athletics and Built Brands, who is already a corporate partner of the Cougars, came up with multi-year NIL agreements with BYU players that includes compensations to all uh, compensation to all members of the team. The 36 walk-ons, that amount is comparable to the cost of tuition for the academic year. That's really cool. It's really cool. But this isn't changing college football. And I googled tuition BYU is all I said, and I've got five different numbers in front of me. So that's that's always fun. Either way, this isn't going to be some kind of life-altering thing or, or college sports-altering thing, is what I should say. It's great for the kids. But you, you think a company's going to shell out $900,000 a year to pay for the walk-ons at Alabama, and they're going to use that to steal players from the other schools in the SEC? No. But what if... What if that's not how they approach it? What if you have a company that says, no, we're not going to do... I mean, there are 123 players on BYU's team, and so you've got 85 scholarship players, so another, what, 15, 38 that are being added to tuition scholarships? 
So, yeah, that's not going to happen. But what if a couple of Alabama companies come together and say, we'll do full cost of attendance for an additional 10 football players? I mean... Stop signing 25. Go get 35. And then those kids will either quickly transfer out because they're not playing or they won't go because they know they won't play. Maybe. It's an interesting concept. I, like, I'm not ready to just throw away the idea because it seems unlikely that a company would do it. This is like Alabama and Texas A&M and others that recruit at such a high level. They tend to find ways to live in the gray area, and they're always looking for an advantage. We'll see. Sports Talk Mississippi. Be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Those earlier reported accidents on I-20 in Rankin County have been cleared from the roadway. And as of right now, no further reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. Remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. No Drip Roofing in Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing in Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hey, this is Brad Harbor at the range in Gluckstadt. If you ever found yourself in a life or death situation, do you possess the mental and physical skills needed to survive? We are offering defensive handgun classes taught by someone who actually lived through such a deadly encounter. Dr. Larry Goldstein, if you want to be better able to defend yourself or your loved ones, you can sign up now at rangebyjimmyprimos.com or call us at 601-746-2202 for more information. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. 
I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original, smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. sends us a screenshot from a Stuart Mandel tweet that shows that uh, tuition at uh, BYU is quite affordable, actually. Most schools have in-state and out-of-state. BYU has Latter-day Saint or non-Latter-day Saint. Members of the church go for uh, $3,000 for 12 or more credit hours a semester. Non-Latter-day Saints go for a little over $6,000 a semester. So, it's pretty good. You know about what? The majority of the... I, I don't know if the majority of the players on the team are Mormon or not, so somewhere between six dollars and $12,000 per student for those walk-ons to cover the cost of tuition. And it doesn't say cost of attendance. It does say cost of tuition. So, I mean, you're not talking about necessarily housing and books and stipends and all of those things. Nevertheless, if you're a walk-on at BYU, you feel a whole lot better about things than you did just a couple of weeks ago in terms of financial commitment. Yes, sir. A lot better. Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. We would love to hear from you. Concerts are back, and on Saturday, August 28th, Harry Connick Jr. will be live at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon, Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. If you have the Super Talk Mississippi app, you got a chance to win a pair of tickets. Go to the Super Talk Mississippi app, click on Contest, and enter your info for a chance to win. Only available on the app. If you don't have it, get it in the App Store or on Google Play. And while you're there, give us a five-star review. We would appreciate that very, very much. Contest rules and regulations. See Super Talk. Dot FM. All right, you said got some news out of New Orleans with regard to attendance for Saints games. Yeah, so they will allow for full capacity in the Caesars Superdome this year. Okay. But 
two things. You either There's have to a, a but. yeah, at least nowadays. You either have to a show proof of vaccine. Now you can show your card, or they actually have a couple of apps in the state of Louisiana that you don't have to have a card on you. Uh, you enter your name into the app, and the app populates your info or whatever, and you have to show that, and they will let you in. Or you have to have proof of a negative test within 72 hours of kickoff. That's the only way they'll let you in, and you have to be masked unless eating or drinking inside of the stadium. So full capacity, but... Hmm. Should be good for concession sales. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to have a beer in their hand. Every single person in the stadium going to have a drink in their hand just to avoid putting that on. But Yeah. So conflicted. Like, I think the vaccine is really important. And, and I don't think it's important because it keeps you from getting COVID, and I don't think it's important because it keeps you from spreading COVID. I think it's important because if you have the vaccine and you test positive and, and you, let me use a Mississippi term, you come down with it, it's not going to be as bad. You're not going to the hospital, like overwhelmingly, you're not going to the hospital if you test positive for COVID. I got a message from a friend this morning. Um, probably my parents' age. He says, here at COVID Central in Warren County, we're hanging in there. Wife and I are in the last day of our medicines, symptom-free for the last few days. She's still struggling a little. My son was diagnosed earlier this week. Sinus issues, but no fever. We're quarantined and trying to push through. So thankful for having gotten the vaccine in February. Doctor told us that with the vaccine, we have milder cases. So apparently the vaccine is doing what it was supposed to do. It keeps the vaccinated folks out of the hospital so they can heal at home. So far, so good. That's from a guy who's probably 60. And look. Is this what we were uh, originally sold on with regard to the vaccine? No. No. It was this is going to keep you from getting it. Clearly that's not the case. But it is helping. And so you're going to do what I am so sick of people telling me to leave medicine to doctors. If you don't like what I'm saying, change the station. We're just having a conversation, okay? You got it? If you don't like it, listen to something else. Go read Facebook so you can find somebody that agrees solely with what you believe, and the grown-ups are actually going to have a conversation about it. can't even talk about it I, I the, the whole thing i just said started with i'm still conflicted because i don't like a role where government is telling people what to do in their lives but i also don't like our hospitals being so stacked that normal sick people can't 
You're listening to Double Nothing and Norwich State. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Peroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Steve Rappaport. The Pentagon sending 3,000 troops to Afghanistan to help evacuate some personnel from the U.S. Embassy in Kabul. The move comes as the Taliban continues a rapid offensive. They're going to uh, try to complete this reduction of their personnel by the end of this month. Um, and these troops are being ordered in to help facilitate that purpose, that mission along that timeline. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby. President Biden calling on Congress to enact legislation to lower the cost of prescription drug prices. Prescription drug prices are outrageously expensive in America. In addition to pushing for Medicare to gain the ability to negotiate drug costs, President Biden wants a new cap on how much seniors have to spend on their medications. And he called for pharmaceutical companies to be penalized if they raise drug prices faster than the pace of inflation. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A record 4,400 new cases of COVID-19 were reported this morning. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says 97% of those cases are unvaccinated and some of those are reinfections. Previous infection is not a surefire way to keep from getting it again. 90% uh, of our hospitalizations are unvaccinated and 80, I think 85% of our deaths are, are unvaccinated. That's because they're seeing spillover in vaccinated older individuals and people with weak immune systems. Of the vaccinated deaths, the median age is 78 and over half had severe underlying conditions. And Hancock High School is the latest school on the coast to close due to a large number of COVID-19 cases. South Hancock Elementary, Stone High School, and George County Elementary were also forced to switch back to virtual learning earlier this week. After the first week of school, nearly 1,000 students statewide tested positive for COVID. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled clean cooking. 
hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. The annual celebration of the life of Elvis Presley is underway at Graceland through Tuesday. In addition to the tours and behind-the-scenes events, there will also be a 50th anniversary concert, which will feature an on-screen performance by the King himself, a live band, and an appearance by Priscilla Presley. If you can't be there, you can watch virtually at Graceland.com. And the Mississippi Municipal League took a position on medical marijuana early on. They had an issue with the zoning, and they certainly had an issue uh, with the the, 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 the sales tax diversion, because they, they didn't want uh, dollars actually, you know, being generated in their various municipalities and they not actually getting a piece of the pie. And, 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 you know, based off a lot of the projections, a lot of money is going to be made. Senate Minority Leader Derek Simmons supports having a special session to deal with medical marijuana and the ballot initiative process, both of which were struck down by the state Supreme Court. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the groove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. o'clock hour with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm alongside michael borky richard cross with you on this thursday afternoon brian haydad has today and tomorrow off we'd love to hear from you we are broadcasting live in the pearl river resort studios visit pearlriverresort.com for more info about all they've got going on at the golden moon casino at dancing gravit golf club Geyser Falls Water Park, the great restaurants at the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge, all of that online at PearlRiverResort.com. Love for you to be a part of the conversation on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. There is a myth that was unfortunately debunked earlier today officially. Mike sends us a picture that reminded me of this. Did you see the uniforms that Nebraska was purportedly going to wear in their game against Oklahoma in October later this year. It was an ode to Loretta. Loretta is the mascot 
He wears the white shirt with the sleeves rolled up with the red overalls with the big white N on the chest, representing Nebraska. Well, the uniform was solid red pants and a red jersey, at least from the bosom down, with overall stripes over the shoulders and a solid red hat, solid red helmet. And they are gloriously awful. And everybody knew it was a joke. Well, sort of. Except for the fact that not everybody knew it was a joke. And Trev Alberts, of Runt fame from years ago, who is now the athletics director at the University of Nebraska, put out a tweet that said, no, we will not be wearing little red overall uniforms at any point this season. Please respect Lil Red's privacy. He will not be doing any interviews at this time, or something of the nature. This is what has not happened yet in society: is people have not adjusted to the to the idea, or they haven't realized that not everything posted online is real. Like, look into stuff just a little bit before you assume that it's real. The guy that, quote, broke this news, his name on Twitter is Tattoo Baker. And his profile picture was a monkey in an astronaut suit. That's the guy that broke the news about this uniform. And by the way, there's a 24-7 sports watermark on it. And I know the guy that designed this picture, and he did it just for fun like five years ago. Went to high school together. Like, I mean, but everybody just it just took off because, I don't know, I guess people saw it on the internet, and if it's on the internet, it must be true, I guess. I suppose, I suppose, it would have been the most spectacular thing ever, ever worn on a football field, and there would have been more ridicule than had ever been thrown at anyone for what they were wearing on a football field. Overall uniforms. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That would have been something. All right, it's just after 5 o'clock, and that means it is time for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. What truck are we talking about? You know which one. The 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. All right, Michael Borky, you have identified and pointed me to a tweet from Bud Elliott that has a bunch of numbers in it, and you say they are mind-boggling numbers. This stat, it's really, truly Mind-blowing, this stat right here from Alabama. So in quarters one through three, because as you know, in most games, Alabama didn't really have to try in the fourth quarter. We're playing backup stuff like that. So in the first three quarters of every game Alabama played last year, their offense was held to four downs six times all season. Say it again. Alabama last year in quarters one through three was forced or faced a fourth down six times. Six times. 
that's stupid. All right, let's compare it to the other teams in the SEC. In the first, second, and third quarters of a game throughout the course of the 2020 season, an abbreviated season, but a season nonetheless, LSU had fourth down arrive for their offense 54 times in the first 45 minutes on the clock of a football game. That was the most. Mississippi State, 52. Arkansas, 47. Tennessee, 44. Ole Miss, 44. By the way, out of those top five, and really out of the rest of the group, Ole Miss punted fewer than the rest. They went for it a bunch on those fourth downs in quarters number one, two, and three. LSU actually went for it a bunch on fourth down against Ole Miss in that game, which was a departure. That was the most interesting thing to me that came out of the postgame from Lane Kiffin against LSU. He said because of the way we play, the aggressiveness with which we play on fourth down, he thinks they went for it on fourth down. Ole Miss got some third down stops in that game against LSU, but then couldn't get fourth down stops. And LSU kind of kept moving things along. Normally those are situations where Ed Ogeron would have punted. But because of the way Ole Miss plays offense, Ed Ogeron felt like it forced his fa- his hand, or at least that's what Lane Kiffin thought. Just an interesting side note there. Here's another stat for you to add to the unbelievable nature of the fact that Alabama was forced into a fourth down six times in the first three quarters all season. In the first three quarters, 41% of Alabama's plays resulted in either a first down or a touchdown. That's a lot of numbers, so I'll just I'll say it again because it's it's wordy. In the first three quarters of Alabama's games last year, forty-one percent of their plays were either for a first down or a touchdown. Get a message from NJM and Tupelo. He says we set a record at the University of North Alabama when I was there for only punting thirty-six times through ten games. And you're telling me Alabama only faced fourth down six times? And it's it's just the first three quarters. It is first three quarters, right. And and you kind of pull the fourth quarter out because there's a lot of garbage time in there. There are blowouts. The first three quarters are kind of the relevant piece for, for this particular state. Right, and they did have you know a couple of games that were tight. But like the Ole Miss game, for example, Alabama didn't only gain like 40 yards in the entire no, game. No, no, no. No, it was like... Eight. Either way. So, I mean, it's you can measure that game being close in the fourth quarter, but Alabama still didn't have to punt anyway. Isn't it remarkable the transition that they've gone through? I mean, yes, they'll, they'll probably play exceptional defense this year. They have three first-round caliber linebackers that will all be playing for them this year. Like, they're going to be really good defensively. But Alabama used to just be average quarterback play hand the football off, suffocate on defense, and that's it. And now it's score, 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 and do enough on defense. And maybe it's just the the style of football today, but Alabama's now elite offensively. And not too terribly long ago, it was average quarterback play, run the football, we'll beat you on the other side. I, I do think what you said a second ago is 
something to watch for this year for Alabama. Everybody seems to think going into the year that this is going to be Alabama's best defense since the mid-teens, 2014 or so. Knowing that he has the defense that he has this year, will Nick Saban have Bill O'Brien throttle it back at all? Chase in Columbus says, who knew that Saban talking about high-octane offense, asking, do you really want football to be played this way, was actually a threat? Yeah, he wasn't complaining. He was warning all of us. You guys want me to do this? Because I can. Good point here. We're not so far removed from the Alabama 9-6 win over LSU. And remember, that was 9-6 in the regular season. They played again in the national championship game. That was a terrible game. Alabama kicked four or five field goals and then scored a touchdown late. It was brutal. That was the first ever national championship game I attended in person. And I was like, man, I can't wait for this. And then I got there and it was so disappointing. So disappointing. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. That's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. An accident reported in Hines County, I-220 northbound just before Watkins Drive, exit number 8, that right lane blocked. Please plan for delays in that area. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. 
Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. had the day off today and it's uh, camp. Rebels will return tomorrow. They'll go to full go to full pads either tomorrow or Saturday and think they're going to scrimmage at some point this weekend. Mississippi State did practice yesterday and after practice was over, a couple of assistant coaches met with the media. Borky, where should we begin? Let's do uh, Jeff Phelps first. All right, Jeff Phelps, assistant coach at Mississippi State, talking a little bit about his position group. Here you go. It seems like y'all got some more depth up and able to kind of interchange with some guys too, like Cromedy. What's kind of your thoughts on what you've seen so far? Uh, very excited. Uh, they're a great group. Uh, Cromedy and, and Cam Young have really stepped up and uh, with their leadership, uh, and we need that with Kobe and Marquise being gone, and, and they've done a great job in the offseason, through the spring, through the, through the uh, summer, and uh, even out here and starting into the fall. So uh, a lot of, lot of guys. We've got a lot of depth, and hopefully we can stay healthy because that's obviously the big part of it. Um, but if we can stay healthy and have an opportunity to rotate guys in, get some of those younger guys a little bit of experience also, a lot of good uh, significant snaps, I think uh, we've we got a chance to be pretty decent. Kitchen leadership. What kind of things do you see from from some of those guys like Crumney to to do that to step up as a leader? Well, they lead by example, without a doubt. You know, they're not a guy that's going to show up on a list as far as not doing what they're supposed to do, and uh, that speaks volumes. Because then, you know, here's the guys that that have played. Uh, they're leaders of the team. Uh, their teammates see that. Or it's like, okay, you, you can have success and do the right things off the field, in the classroom, uh, study table, and such. Uh, so that, it's, a, it's huge for us, especially when you graduate guys. Uh, you know, guys go on to the, uh, you know, play in the NFL. Um, you need somebody to then step in and, and replace that. And, and it's great to have those guys that can do that. Nathan Pickering was a guy that was somewhat limited early in camp. Like he was kind of full go today. Where would you kind of assess where he is right now? Well, he's he's uh, working on his consistency, right? And, and so uh, missed a little bit last year, and so great to have him back. Uh, he's very athletic. Uh, he's strong. Coach Brown and his crew have done a great job with, with all those guys. Um, but we're, we're looking for that consistency, to see him play at his highest level on each and every snap. And uh, if we can get him to do that, I, th- I think we can see some really great things out of Pickering this year. You mentioned Cam. Uh, initially when you were talking about your guys that really stepped up. He was a guy that was offered real late and signing day thing for him. 
but he's really worked into that rotation. What has he done to solidify himself into the middle of that rotation? Well, really, just has answered the question of being able to move, you know, and and you know, because he's a he's a big man, right? And so uh, when we first got here, it was a question of will he be able to to do as much movement as we would like to do with our defensive line. And over the course of time, he just kept plugging away, plugging away. Football's important to him. He loves the game, and that passion for the game has really been able to show out here. And he's been able to show us that that he can do that. So uh, we're excited about having him. That allowed us to make some moves and get Crumity, him, and Jordan Davis out there all at the same time. That's a strong front three up there. Uh, so we're really excited about what the future holds. Speaking of Jordan Davis, how big of a piece is he to this D-line, and what did it mean to get him in from Colin two years ago? Uh, he, it's huge. Uh, we, we, we moved him from Sam Backer last year about midseason or so. You know, so it was a learning process for him, but you kind of saw him continue to get better as the season went. He started playing his better games the, the latter part of the season. He's worked his butt off in the offseason, through the spring, through the summer, and you're seeing it out here on the field uh, here in camp. And he loves the game. He's flying around. He's still learning, so we got to continue to develop him there. Uh, but he's another guy that can have an outstanding year uh, if, he keeps, uh, if he keeps working. What does Randy Charlton bring to your unit? He brings a lot of experience and depth. Uh, you know, he played for a great program, and he brings that same hunger and desire, uh, getting an opportunity to, to play here. He's athletic. Uh, he's strong, and he's he's not as tall, so he's got that built-in leverage, which is good, uh, especially when you're playing that defensive tackle spot. Having a guy with the size of King Ani, how important is that for your defensive line? Oh, it's, it's huge. I mean, he you, t you take a guy like King, and, and he's still developing. We still got, got some work to do with him, but, man, he is strong, right? And so to be able to move him around, he plays some in, he plays some tackle. He can be that guy that, you know, somebody goes down, we need to switch some guys around. He could be a guy that can help us out to keep that depth that we need uh, down the road uh, uh, as we go through the, uh, the conference play. How good do you think the depth could be throughout the season? Uh, obviously, we got to stay healthy, you know, and that's, I mean, that's everybody's situation. But if we can stay healthy, we, we got a solid group and, and uh, we got some young guys that we can continue to play. We got some older guys that have played. Uh, it, it's really a good mix right now, but, you know, uh, you just never know how the season's going to play out, so got to get them all ready to go. What's your ideal rotation number, the guys that you want to play significant snaps in a game? You know, really, if we can, we, we're going to rotate every three plays, and uh, that, that keeps them healthy. Now, of course, we play some different types of offenses. Some got a tempo type of deal, which alters that, that rotation a little bit. Um, and so that's where the conditioning comes into play, and the work that those guys did with Coach Brown, obviously, over the summer, uh, helps them out in that situation there. How much do you think your unit can uh, benefit from having a secondary with the expect expectations of this one? Well, it's like a marriage, you know. Uh, they're, they're covering guys in the back end. Gives us a little bit more time to get to the quarterback. We get a little bit pr more pressure on the quarterback a little bit quicker. Allows them to do some different things, get a little more creative in the back end. So it goes hand in hand, you know. And so uh, with those guys back there, uh, it, it's great to have those guys that can cover some people, that can cover some ground, knock down some passes, get some interceptions, because uh, then that gets the quarterback a little bit nervous, gives us a chance to maybe uh, get, get there a little bit quicker and to get the sack. That's Jeff Phelps, defensive line coach at Mississippi State, came to Starkville from Wazoo. He was with Mike Leach for the last three years there, 2017 to 19. Before that, defensive line coach at Minnesota. Time-wise, I think that would have put him on Jerry Kill's staff at, uh, at Minnesota. He was at Northern Illinois for uh, a few years uh, before that. A couple of things that stood out there, Borky. First of all, the, the plan, and, and you hear him talking about depth and numbers, 
you got to have depth in numbers if you're going to be able to rotate guys to keep them fresh every three plays on the defensive line. you got to believe in a bunch of guys to be able to pull that off. And I think that's probably a good sign for Mississippi State if the defensive line coach believes that they can pull that off within the confines of the flow of the game. Obviously, a tempo offense doesn't always allow you to do that. Oh, for sure. That's such a fascinating position group that people aren't really talking about a whole lot going into this season. I mean, generally speaking, like we heard from Bill Bender a second ago, and he's not alone in, I don't know if you want to call it perception or whatever, but there are people that cover the sport nationally that didn't get to watch every second of every game like we did that thought that Mississippi State wasn't as good defensively last year as they were. They were dealing with short fields, short rest, a lot of plays, stuff like that, often. And a bunch of injuries in the secondary. Injuries. I mean, even the Ole Miss game. I mean, Ole Miss racked up a bunch of yards, but that was mostly home runs. They made it really difficult on one of the best offenses in college football last year. Team that led the SEC in rushing and third best passing offense or whatever in the nation. And they made it really difficult for them. Mississippi State generally has been really good up front on the defensive line. I mean, that, that was the, the staple of Dan Mullen. They had a really good defensive line last year. The front six, since it's a 3-3-5, was really good. You lose some bodies, are you replacing them with equally capable bodies? Is Pickering ready? Is Crumity ready to be like an anchor of, of the defense uh, the way a lot of people think he is? That's an under talked about position group with how important they're going to be this year, especially relative to what you've had from that group over the last decade plus there. And with regard to opponent passing game success, Jeff Phelps described the relationship between the defensive line and the secondary as a marriage and said, you know, you both give a little and and you help each other out. I would argue that the defensive line is more important to success for the secondary than the secondary is to success for the defensive line. Now, if you've got a secondary that's terrible, maybe it doesn't matter, but pressure on the quarterback, especially from your three or four down linemen, is the single best thing that can happen for a secondary. Whether you're talking about corners or safeties or nickelbacks or whatever position, the star or whatever. If you're getting pressure on the quarterback, those guys don't have to cover as long. When you're playing in the SEC, we saw it with Ole Miss over and over and over again last year. When you're playing against in the SEC, where every team has at least one elite receiver and a lot of them have got two and three guys that are potential NFL players. If they have time to run routes, make double moves, run a deep dig route, you know, where you go 15 yards down the field and plant and give a fake to the outside and then drag across the middle in that soft spot between the linebackers and the safeties, I don't care how good your corners are. You can't cover forever. Defensive line, though, can make that a whole lot easier for those guys. A whole lot easier. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. That was Jeff Phelps, defensive line coach. We'll hear from Tony Hughes when we come back. I gave you a little bit of uh, Jeff Phelps' bio. 
It would take the rest of the show and all of tomorrow's show to give you Tony Hughes' bio. He has been at it for a while and has been everywhere, man. More coming up. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 95. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 75. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 94. And rolling into your Saturday, a 50% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you're greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located in the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin, for a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com nomoreroofleak.com Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A record 4,400 new cases of COVID-19 were reported this morning. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says 97% of those cases are unvaccinated and some of those are reinfections. Previous infection is not a surefire way to keep from getting it again. 90% uh, of our hospitalizations are unvaccinated and 80, I think 85% of our deaths are, are unvaccinated. 
That's because they're seeing spillover in vaccinated older individuals and people with weak immune systems. Of the vaccinated deaths, the median age is 78, and over half had severe underlying conditions. And Hancock High School is the latest school on the coast to close due to a large number of COVID-19 cases. South Hancock Elementary, Stone High School, and George County Elementary were also forced to switch back to virtual learning earlier this week. After the first week of school, nearly 1,000 students statewide tested positive for COVID. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky with you on this Thursday afternoon. A couple of segments left. Let's hear from Tony Hughes as well. We heard from uh, Jeff Phelps just a moment ago. Tony Hughes at Mississippi State uh, coaches Nickelbacks, but he is also the associate head football coach. I said that it would take a day and a half to go through his resume. This really is remarkable. Starting in 1985, High school coach at um, at Philadelphia. Couple of years at South Natchez, then Hattiesburg High. First college job in '92 at West Alabama, then Hines Community College from '94 through 2002. Then Louisiana Tech for a couple of years, then Ole Miss for a couple of years, three years actually, then a year at Southern Miss, then. At Mississippi State from 09 to 15 on Dan Mullen's staff. Then got the head coaching job at Jackson State. Then back in 2019 at Mississippi State 
as the associate head coach and tight ends coach, and now he is coaching in the secondary and, again, has the title of associate head coach. Tony Hughes, been at it a long time, great guy, had uh, a couple of sons that were uh, good football players as well, and uh, he talked a little bit about his guys after practice yesterday also. Coach, how much difference? Kind of took a toll on the back end of the defense. What's it like just to have a number of healthy guys right now? Well, uh, it's. Uh, I think it's a, a tremendous uh, blessing to have a guy like Fred Peters back full speed, and you know he was having a good year before he uh, went out with that injury. So having uh, an experienced guy like him back full speed really makes a difference for us back there. Kind of things that you see from him last year when, when he was down to kind of still try to stay engaged with the team. Uh, you know he was he was playing beat up, uh, you know, uh, and, and playing in some pain, which you know you you play defensive back in the Southeastern Conference, you're going to play with some pain. But uh, he's a tough kid. He was fighting through it, and uh, he went as far as he could before something had to be done. How interchangeable are guys like? I mean, we've seen Colin Duncan and, and Fred. Uh, play different spots. Uh, how are we going to change all those guys this year? I think it's very important. You want your older guys uh, to be able to play with more, uh, to be able to play more positions than one, strictly because of what you said earlier about injuries. So if injuries uh, do happen or something happens in the middle of the season, uh, you have older guys that have a lot of experience out there. I you guys brought back you know, the entire staff this year, especially on the defensive side. What's it been like now Now a year in kind of working together with those guys? Well, it's been tremendous. Uh, coach Arnett's a tremendous coach, and uh, it's made a, a great difference in the uh, play of our secondary uh, because uh, those guys are, are a year older. They're familiar with the calls. They're familiar with some of the adjustments that have to be made back there. And uh, and all of the coaches on that side of the ball do a tremendous job. A great group of men, and uh, I really enjoy working with uh, you know Coach Washington, Coach McBeth, and uh, especially on the back end. How refreshing is it this year? I know it's still a virus is out there and have to deal with it, but it's it's a lot different in it. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, uh, the kids, they just they just love to play football. You know, they don't uh, get caught up in uh, all the things that they can't control, but they love being out there playing football, especially here at Mississippi State. Coach, we mentioned the defense. It's broken down a little bit different, you know, with Coach Brock doing the Sams and Zach doing the Mikes and the Wilson. You're doing the nickel. Do you think having that many defensive coaches and all those eyes on the film is an advantage to you guys? Well, I, I think it's uh, it's very important because you play different teams with different style of offenses. You know, some teams play with a tight end. Some people, some teams play with two tight ends. Some teams play with no tight ends. You know, one running back, two running backs. Every every week you're playing a different dynamic. And uh, adjustments have to be made, you know, in the middle of the week with game plans and and doing different things like that. So, uh, especially on the back end, you have to really be sound in what you're doing so that you don't give up big plays. That was Tony Hughes talking about his uh, his defense and all the different looks. I mean, what a challenge for defensive coordinators in the football world that we're in right now. I mean, just there's so many different things that the offenses do. And give you so many different looks, and basically every rule change that we've had in the last decade has kind of gone in place to help the offenses. I mean, outside of 
offensive lineman not being able to block more than three yards down the field and kind of an emphasis on that? Is there any other rule that has gone into effect that has been pro-defense? No, other than adjustments to the automatic ejection for targeting. Yeah. They go in and review those and, and stuff like that, but I wonder if we're headed in the same direction. I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately. Uh, as what basketball has kind of become. Now you have centers, you have wings, you have guards, but you also have seven foot tall guys that play guard and six foot seven guys that play forward. You know, it's positionless is the word that people use. It's not exactly there yet, but it's definitely fluid. There's not a one, two, three, four, and five anymore. It's guards, wings, bigs. I wonder if we're headed that way in football. The flexibility in the Don't you think in some ways, outside of the defensive line, we already have? Yeah. We're, we're kind of getting there. We've got safeties that cover that also you know, step up in run defense. We've got linebackers that rush the passer. We've got running backs that catch the football. We've got receivers that take handoffs. It's not positionless, but it's more diverse as far as what is asked of certain positions than it's ever been. Yeah. You're dropping ends back in coverage regularly now. I mean, that's not by accident. You've got defensive ends that drop back into the flats based on blitz packages and stuff like that into pass coverage. It's every position almost that is doing different things than they've ever done. Um, I was listening to an interview earlier today that uh, Jimbo did. It, I guess it was on another radio show. And he was talking about everybody wants to say offenses are doing things different. And he said, we're not doing anything different. It's just being packaged differently. He, he said, you know, we're talking about read options for quarterbacks. He said he's reading the defensive end. He said that's split veer from the 60s. Where a quarterback takes a snap, goes straight down the line, reads the defensive end. If the defensive end turns his shoulders inside, he turns it up. If he flattens out, he stays safe, and he's got a pitch back. And Borky, I mean, I, that, I mean, when I save your old jokes, seventh grade was when I first started playing organized tackle football. And the option was a huge part of what we did. There was dive option, there was trap option, and it was all about reading the defensive end and learning how to pitch the football. Pitch relationship. I don't. I bet they. It was out of the gun. Do, but... So one of our like daily quarterback drills was jogging down the field five yards apart with another quarterback and just option tossing back and forth. You'd go down, you know, twenty or thirty yards doing it with right hand, and then you'd turn around and be with the left hand the whole way down. I'm guessing that that's not a drill that happens a lot at high school football practices anymore. And maybe a little bit. But, I mean, it was just drilled into you. Pitch relationship. Where the back was supposed to be. Don't spin that ball too much either. You don't spin it at all on the the pitch. I mean, that was an end-over-end flip. I mean, it was a pronate your thumb down, it goes out, and it flips straight out. It's funny. There are not a lot of things that I could still do today that I could do when I was a quarterback. But I could sit there and pitch for you without even looking all day long. Maybe because that's all I ever... I was never a threat to run the ball, to turn it up with the end. The, the end. It was always get it out to the guy that's fast. I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, yes, things have changed, but they're not entirely different. Uh, Field of Dreams game coming up tonight. Top grossing baseball movies of all time. I wish I could say guess number one, but you put together the list, so it wouldn't be much fun for you to guess. Uh, let's do reverse order. Number 10, Rookie of the Year in 1993, grossed $107 million. 42, the Jackie Robinson documentary, grossed $114 million in 2013. 1988, Bull Durham, $117 million. 1989, Major League grossed $120 million. The Rookie in 2002, $122 million. The Natural, Robert Redford, 1984, $126 million. Moneyball, the Billy Bean story with the Oakland A's, grossed $134 million in 2011. Back in 1976, the Bad News Bears did $155 million at the box office. Field of Dreams, 1989, second highest grossing baseball movie of all time at $186 million. And that was one year after Bull Durham. 1992, there's no crying in baseball. A league of their own, the top grossing baseball movie of all time, did $209 million. Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. There's no crying in baseball. Sports Talk Mississippi will wrap it up with you. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. An accident reported in Hines County, I-220 northbound just before Watkins Drive, exit number 8, that right lane blocked. Please plan for delays in that area. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. It's back. That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the key. Of credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772, Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795, 1999, down 3.9, 7.84, 1.0, details will approve credit. 144, tax. Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where customers are game. 
Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. In addition, join the Grammy Museum Monday, August 16th, for words and music by singer-songwriter Keith Sykes. And on Sunday, August 22nd, for MTV Stories on Screen, I Still Want My MTV, featuring post-screenings by director Patrick Waldrop. For more details or how to purchase tickets for MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, or other August programs, go to GrammyMuseumMississippi.org or visit Grammy Museum Mississippi on Facebook or Instagram. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. There's one caveat. Yeah, I forgot to mention this. That we should add. Let's keep letting it play. Stupid people. Yeah. Uh, apropos of nothing. The, um, the numbers that we gave you a second ago were adjusted for inflation. So, in reality, Bad News Bears in 1976 did not do $155 million at the box office. In uh, real dollars, it did $32.8 million. But, again... No, that was... Wait, uh, that's the remake. Yeah. So, it did... Uh, the original did $42.3 million. Which in that was in 1976. Today, that's worth 155. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So again, adjusted for inflation. But so a couple of things. Number one, I got text on my phone. We got text on the ceasefire text line as well. What about the Sandlot? No Sandlot calling for a recount. How is the Sandlot not on that list? Many of us would agree. It's the best baseball movie of all time. 
different kind of baseball movie. But nevertheless, Sandlot did $34 million at the box office. Yeah, it did not perform there. I wonder if it's performed better post-box office than it did in movie theaters. Without a doubt. No telling how many people have got a VHS or a DVD copy of The Sandlot like, That's a on. movie kids today still watch. Oh, my kids love it. Love it. In fact, that was one of the first non-cartoon movies that I showed my kids. Probably did so a little earlier. There were a few themes in there. and a few. There's a little language in there. And Jane was not entirely happy with me for that. But we've gotten past that. Of all of those movies, inflation adjusted or not, only one baseball movie has ever done more than $100 million gross at the box office. And it was a league of their own. So, there you go. Field of Dreams. They have got a packed house, 8,000 strong in Iowa for Yankees-White Sox tonight. First pitch, 6.15 Central Time. So, uh, about 15 minutes from right now. It just looks spectacular. The batter's eye beyond the center field wall looks great. The stands look great. The corn looks great. It is just a spectacular optic. Game's on Fox if you want to watch it tonight. Uh, me and my son wore out a VHS copy of The Sandlot. Donald says, what about the pool scene in The Sandlot? Every 10-year-old's favorite scene? No doubt. But, but which part of the pool scene? Are we talking about the baby Ruth in the pool, or are we talking about Squints becoming a hero for life? Are you confusing Caddyshack with... No. I am. I mean, obviously the pool scene is the lifeguard and the kiss with Squints, but I was right. thinking, why was I for some reason thinking that somebody also threw a baby Ruth bar in the pool? I just completely made that up. Yeah, that's Caddyshack. My bad. Why did I think that that happened in Sandlot also? I don't know. Good scene. Yeah. And the best part about the most underrated part of that scene is the uh, the Caddy Pool Day. Like, they have it on the sign in front of the pool. They have 30 minutes to swim. It's literally Caddy Pool Day. It's like 3 to 3.30 or something like that. It's all they gave them. Get a half hour once a year to hang out by the pool. Wendy Peppercorn. For some reason, I was thinking that Ham threw a, a baby Ruth bar in the pool also. But no, I've screwed that up. And so, if you wanted to say you're killing me, Smalls, it would be appropriate. Yeah, baby Ruth is what uh, he thought. No, no, yeah, yeah. I, know. I know. I know. Signed by some Jones. woman. Baby Ruth. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. You did what? <laughs> the Sultan of Swat, the King of Crush, the Great Bambino. <laughs> oh, me. I'll enjoy that tonight. Somebody said Mr. 3000 grossed about six bucks at the box office. <laughs> That's got that hit, the though. mailman. Oh, me. Hey, thanks for being with us this afternoon. Uh, fun show, fast show. We'll wrap up the work week tomorrow afternoon. More college football. We'll continue our previews. Who do we have up tomorrow? we got Mississippi State and... Ooh, 
Missouri. Mississippi State and Missouri. Right? That's ABC order. Off the top of my head, I don't have my notes on me right now. I think that's right. Look forward to being back with you. Enjoy your Thursday evening. For Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.